second countdown. Welcome. This is Bart Sharp of Becoming Quantum Consciousness at the uh, United Public Radio Network, UNPRN, uh, 107.7 in the UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3, all located in the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana. It's probably all sunny there today uh, as we are in Austin, Texas, and it is all mucky icy, frozen, and everybody's staying at home and uh, having this wonderful day inside. Mm -hmm. And um, my name is Bart Sharp, and this is Becoming Quantum Conscious. And today we have a very special guest of Linda Galvan, who is a transformative coach, facilitator, spirit guide, intuitive channel, healer, uh, woman teaching workshops and uh, classes all around the world. Uh, she all began in Austin, Texas, where I have been friends with her during this time. And we kind of started out in the metaphysical community a really long time ago. Um, it always brings up the question when I think of Linda is, how do you get out of being a frustrated psychologist and <laughs> and marriage and parent and start to create a life that you love? Start mm -hmm. to do something that is meaningful and worthwhile and still be able to pay the bills so you can support your daughter and give her a normal productive childhood experience. And this describes Linda. And, and when I always think about that situation, because I knew her when she started this journey mm -hmm. and she was really in the question of if I'm supposed to step out into the unknown and jump off the cliff, how are you going to help me? I can't do this alone. I need my spirit guides. I need somebody to be a part of this experience for me. I, I will follow. I will do. And I just need that special guidance of how to do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, off she's gone. She has gone from... Uh, being just a local Austin intuitive and phenomenon and psychic and spiritual teacher to something that is all over the world. Hmm. She does, she connects with all kinds of people now. And um, we're really blessed to have her on this show today. And today's topic is living a transformed life. And yeah. so I give you Linda Galvin. Oh, thank you so much, Bart, for that sweet introduction. Yes, we've known each other a long time, and you've seen lots of transformations of me <laughs> over the over the many years. So I've been actually actively doing this work as a spiritual intuitive, as a facilitator that assists uh, mainly women, and yes, some men in transformation. Um, and it's been about 12 years. I've worked with over two to 3,000 people over these years and assisting them on their journeys as well. And I felt that, you know, I had to go through that journey myself first so I could know what it was like to go into those dark nights of the soul of, you know, not knowing which way was up and really facing deep fears around money, deep fears around just survival. How am I going to make it? Um, you know, walking away from my old life completely 
and stepping into something that was completely unknown, you know, it requires a lot of courage. So when I was sitting here thinking about this topic of, you know, living a transformational life, what does that really mean? Um, And there's a lot of people in the world right now since 2020 who are being called now. I think there was a group of us early on that were called to yeah. really transform our lives and be some of the early pioneers, right? So when COVID hit, I was already working from home for 10 years. So it was not a change for me in that respect. Um, but what I have noticed that since this uh, very powerful shift has happened on the planet, we are all being called to transform our lives in very profound ways. And so when I sat with this and I asked myself, living the transformational life, what is that really? And then I realized thinking back to my childhood and uh, moving forward in time to now, I realized that I was one of those souls that never really quite fit in. And I think there's probably people listening to uh, this radio show that probably uh, can say, yeah, I was kind of that person too. You just didn't quite fit in in the family. You were odd with your friends. You know, it's like <laughs> you were the weird one out. Um, and I would, I tended to always be that. And I was always from a young age, the kind of person who did not like conforming. <laughs> I just I really didn't, you know, I, I did it because, you know, I had to fit into the system, but I really did not like it. I I resisted it the whole time that I would conform. I would just be in this attitude Mm -hmm. about it. And I realized that those of us that are called to live a transformational life are people who never really did fit in. We never did. Yeah. And we also didn't want to fit in. Maybe we tried at certain ages in our life to fit in, but it just kind of never worked out. And so I realized that, you know, people who are here to, live these types of lives are here to not fit in. That is the whole purpose (laughs) is to actually live a life that is filled with transformation, a life that is transformative. So, you know, coming into this world, not to fit in, not to conform to this world, but coming into this world to transform it. And I know very clearly that that is my purpose. I am here to transform this world. So that means that I have to be in full alignment with where I am conforming versus transforming. So it's a question now that I've had to live more deeply. And um, this summer around July, August, you know, spirit, my guide said, it's time for you to leave, you know, leave Texas. And I'm like, what? I grew up here. I was born here. I'm not someone who tends to move around. I've been in oh, Texas. I'm, I'm, I'm always in that question about in the heat of summer. Maybe it's time for me to leave Texas. But <laughs> yeah, I think yours is a little bit different. If you live in Texas or particularly Austin, Texas, by the summertime, it's become so hot and so relentless that a lot of us uh, are starting to think of cooler temperatures every day. Yes. Yes. So I was so I, I, I was a bit taken aback by that because my daughter was graduating from high school and that phase was completing for me. And it was very quick. It was like, you need to leave now. And I'm like, OK, but where do I go? <laughs> so, you know, one morning I wake up and I just get this awareness to call a particular friend who lived in Colorado. And she actually is creating a beautiful um, place for women to come and transform. And so she allows you to rent out cabins on the land that she and her husband have created so that you could have some time to do your transformational processes. So I thought maybe that's the first place to start. So that kind of began my spiritual walkabout um, this year that has been very transformative. So I don't really actually have a home base at this time. I'm traveling different places. I'll be going to India on the 8th. I think when this particularly, when this airs and, um, Who knows what's going to go on from there, but it truly is about living that life where you have to be in deep trust. You have to be very courageous and you have to listen to the guidance and then move from the place of that guidance um, and know that you're being taken care of and that the universe has your back. So you asked earlier how I early on made that jump from working in the real world into this world. It was a tough one, but I was 
the universe kind of almost pushed me out. I, I became so miserable in the job I was in that it literally, I wasn't really given a choice because the misery was so intense <laughs> that mm -hmm. I just said, I have to leave. I cannot continue doing this. And it wasn't the work itself. I loved the work. It was really the politics around it. That was just, it wasn't aligned for me any longer. So I had to jump out of that world and then trust. So, so often when we're in that predicament and it becomes so heavy, either we break into something new or it breaks us. Yes. We get sick or we develop, you know, strange neuroses or uh, degrading type of habits just as a way to distract us from the pain that right. we're contending with every day. And, you know, so, you know, you still have a choice. We, I know you're saying that, well, I didn't have a choice, but, Lots of people choose that differently and, and finding that courage is incredible to do so. Uh, and I feel that that experience of finding that courage was a frequency upgrade. And so living a transformational life is constantly being willing to have these frequency upgrades happening in your life. So what is a frequency upgrade like for you? So... You know, giving an example of, um, let's just say relationship, because that's been a, it's a big topic. Well, <laughs> in an area that they're limited, uh, whether it be relationships, money, spirituality, or health. Yes. Are so happening strong at the same time? Right. So, um, so let's say that um, for me, you know, when I had, uh, when I went through the divorce, and I went through this dark night of the soul, I had to go inwards to look at my part that I played so that I could own the parts that I played in that particular marriage, not continuing. Um, I don't want to call it a failure because nothing's truly a failure. Everything is a learning. And so from that, I realized that, you know, okay, there's ways I could have made different choices that requires a certain level of consciousness upgrade. So all of a sudden, if you're willing you're able to then see things from a new higher perspective. If you're willing to ask the question to the universe, what part did I play, you know, in this situation so that I can learn from it? You have to be willing to at least ask the question. And wow. when you ask the question, the universe will bring the answer and that upgrades you. That upgrades your frequency, your awareness, your perspective, your wisdom, you know, um, begins yeah. to ascend from the place where you once were. So if I look back to where I was when I was married and where I am now, those are completely different people. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Different also people. The, the components that you start to see the story that you started to play and the humility of your mistakes. Yes. And in, in, in that situation. I, I don't think in, until you see that that grade just doesn't ping. <laughs> <laughs> There, there has to be these other components in between the beginning and the upgrade. Exactly. Yes, there definitely does. And, you know, sometimes you can resist for a long time in those <laughs> moments. I see like my clients, they'll just be resisting because they just, you know, they want to stay in their anger. They want to stay in their victimhood. They want to stay in that state of it was the other person's issue or problem. You know, I did everything I could. So, so and how do you they don't want to look that? at the parts that are I mean, there. We, we both do energy work. Uh, I, I do shamanistic work and Linda does uh, a, a spiritual intuitive guide. And, and I've, and I've experienced her sessions with her quite wonderful. Uh, and she is truly more of a guide that, helps people see those openings. Whereas I'm more of a plumber that just goes <laughs> right into what that is. And then, you know, so it's a very different approach yes. with them. Uh, and, uh, you know, what do you do when you have that person that is repetitive in something like blaming another person? Um, so, Usually when I, when I'm working with a client privately, you know, I always, of course, because I'm a channel and I listen to divine guidance, I only allow divine guidance to come through in those moments. So mm -hmm. when divine guidance is present, there is a higher frequency already present in the field of the session that actually starts to soften the client so that they're more open mm -hmm. to hearing. 
So I am very direct and honest with clients. So if I am noticing resistance, if I am noticing these things with someone or repetitive type of resistance, I'll say, I'll just pause. I'll say, are you noticing right now the energy of resistance that's coming up in you around mm-hmm. this topic that we've addressed several times? Do you, do you notice what's going on? Can you tell me where in your body you're feeling it? So I help them to go into their body to notice where it's happening and to just come into awareness of it. Because sometimes they're actually in such a rote programming they don't even notice that they've gone there. <laughs> so, well, yeah, it's, it's like a tra- chain of events that just trigger and one link in the chain connects to the other. Exactly. And so pausing and helping them to just be in awareness. But I come from a place of no judgment. So they don't have to defend themselves with me. It's more of just, isn't this curious? Do you notice this resistance here? Um, and is this something that you're that? you're willing to, to release or at least let go of in some way or some part of it to move forward from this. Cause it seems that this is the wall you keep, keep hitting up against that's keeping you from the intention or the goal that you're wanting to create in your life. So when they make the connection of, Oh, this level of resistance, <laughs> uh, victimization, et cetera, is what's keeping me stuck. That's why I can't have what I want. All of a sudden, they're like, okay, then maybe I should look at this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But some people, you know, decide they're going to go all the way and work through all those resistances and victimization type, you know, attitudes. And other people, they may not be quite ready yet. Yeah. And we may not see them for a while (laughs) until they're ready to come back and address those things. You know, it's such an interesting part of, you know, people who do therapy or do work with people like us that is a form of therapist, although we're not therapists mm-hmm. by any right. means. Let's just make that clear. Okay. <laughs> uh, the word blame, it's like, what side are you on blame? Are you blaming others for mm-hmm. whatever the situation is? And then it's almost like if they change, I'm going to get better. And then there's the other side of like, oh, any situation that there's a problem, I always have a part. Mm-hmm. And can I look in that with some vulnerability and curiosity? And and yeah, the pain's going to show up or the uh, humiliating feelings of that, of whatever I experience are going to show up. Yes. And uh, what a wonderful way to have that embraced with a higher source that you seem to be connected to. Yes, it feels I feel like it really makes the client feel safe because that's the most important thing when you're working with very deep, uh, unresolved or embedded issues or challenges in a person's life. They need to feel very safe. They need to feel that they are being held. They need to feel that they can trust the person who's working with them in order to really transform because it, it is a very powerful act of courage for a client to come to me and, and do this deeper work because they kind of have to, you know, lay themselves bare in certain ways. Um, I, Cause I can already see it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. and they have to be willing to allow me to, to see the truth of things, to assist them in moving okay. into higher alignment with a higher truth than and where it, they've been stuck. And it sounds like, much like, you know, it's, uh, well, I've done uh, different forms of therapy with a counselor. And of course, they're guiding me to discover these truths. They mm-hmm. never tell me the truth or they never tell me what my limitation is and mm-hmm. what that's about. Right. Which, it's kind of what I do as a shaman. I just feel the energy. But with yours, it sounds like you have more of a counselor slash therapeutic approach without being a therapist (laughs) (laughs) right starting to see it as a as a joke that you help them find and discover what that is Mm -hmm. and i do use the intuitive skills that i have because sometimes the things that need uh, addressing are things that typically can't be addressed in traditional counseling. This is going deep into the origin of um, generational imprints, DNA, Mm -hmm. 
you know, imprints, things along those lines that are from other lifetimes or past generations. So that, so my intuitive energy brings that forward so that we can see this is the origin of where this issue began. It didn't begin usually in the person's life. It sometimes yeah. some these patterns began lifetimes before in generations before. And no matter how much counseling they do on themselves personally, you can't ever get to that. If you're only focusing on you in this lifetime, you're, you're missing whole generations where the pattern may have cr been created. So I go to the origin of the pattern and we clear it at that level so that then they're here and now is functioning without that patterning in their system. It's like exploring the seen and unseen worlds. The seen yes. world is reliving the actual experiences and knowing what happened to you in this sequence we call from birth to current age. The unseen world are these other factors that could be past lives, generational, ancestral. Um, I used to call, I like to call it the family constellation where mm -hmm. we see things going back through fathers and mothers and grandmothers that hold an energy. And yes. then there's some other things that go beyond those explanations. Those are, some yes. of the more typical ones that we both explore when we work with people. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So this is how uh, I feel I differ from a typical counselor. So my background is in um, tra the traditional psychological world. Um, however, I left that world uh, because I just felt that that just wasn't right aligned for me anymore. I wasn't getting joy and happiness from it. I thought this is not the right path for me. <laughs> that was one of my other transformational moments where I had to walk away from, you know, my grad program because <laughs> mm -hmm. I said, nope, this isn't for me anymore. So I've had many of these transformational moments where I had to walk away um, yeah. and, you know, step into something completely different and new. So um, I'm hearing, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so I'm hearing that for, you know, for all, all of us who are being called to live these, these beautiful transformational lives, it is, it, it really does take this sense of knowing that the universe absolutely is supporting you because living the transformational life is helping to transform everyone around you that you're connected with mm -hmm. in, in all kinds of ways. Um, and if we listen to our heart, we would know that message that we're all connected. And the whole tendency of life in general is in an upward spiral. Yes. So, yes, we are being supported by something greater. It's our mind and ego that keep it linear uh, that focuses on the negativity, mm -hmm. which has a valid point. And it's good to know that. However, yes. we don't have to allow it to dictate our decisions. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's such a it's just such a wonderful balance. And and I think some of the things when I'm when I first got inundated with the new age community, it all seemed a little uh, not based in something uh real or grounded or practical it's right. like just feel the light and you'll feel it better <laughs> and i'm like no i need to really confront my anger and deal with those issues like in a therapeutic approach but you know both both points of view as i've learned through the years is very valid and necessary mm -hmm. if you wish to grow to a higher place we yes. we, we need to visualize angels around us and see what that feels like and see what it'd be like to have spirit beings move into our body and through our hearts or into our third eye or down in our second chakra to help energize something that can often feel dense, complacent and not moving at all. Yes, absolutely. All these exercises. And first it seemed a little bit strange and wacky and and not really founded in something practical yes but it starts to vibrate you differently it does and it's i feel what what you're speaking to is about embodiment 
It's mm-hmm. like, you know, um, you know, way back, it was all about, you know, get out of your body and go into spirit and vibrate at this higher level, you know, and so we were all, you know, living from, let's say, our third eye up <laughs> in the metaphysical world, everybody's just kind of floating outside of their bodies and, you know, on tiptoes, not really grounding that powerful conscious energy into the body. Now, in this new, in this new energy, this new fifth dimensional energy, we have to be in our body fully, all of our powerful light body energy and consciousness needs to be truly anchored in all the way to the feet down to the earth chakra energy, so that we can really bring this high frequency through the body and feel it not so that it's an experience that is actually physical, not just, you know, in the mind. Yeah, because you can only go so far with the mind. Uh, after that, the mind becomes a block and a limitation, and you have to transcend beyond that in order to really allow these higher divine frequencies to flow through you by moving the mind out of the way. And this exactly. is how I do my work. I have to move my mind out of the way and allow the divine frequencies to flow through in order for the transformational energy to be present for mm-hmm. the group or the person or whatever it is I'm doing. And something you said to me of what you tell your students is take it home, mm-hmm. energy home, right into your second chakra. Yes. And yes. vibrate it there. It's kind of like, I don't want to call it, in some ways it's a grounding point. I want to say it's the, the first reference point. Mm-hmm. But when you're starting to learn the spiritual journey, mastering your second chakra is essential and some people have it i mean i always felt like you had it kind of you 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 have more natural abilities with it than i ever did i had i had to go back to school and learn what that's about whereas you always seem to have this energy that everything came into your second first and foremost Mm -hmm. yes it's so interesting um when you mentioned chakras. So a message that's been coming through right now from guidance is that every single person on the planet right now would benefit from focusing on balancing their energy centers, their chakra centers on a daily basis. And the reason why is that we're literally being bombarded with some very incredible high frequency energy on a daily basis that is um, kind of knocking us out of whack energetically because our bodies are trying to integrate, integrate, integrate all of this high energy. So I almost see the chakras sometimes when I'm looking at a client there, instead of being in alignment, you know, one's over here, one's over there, <laughs> they're kind of a zigzag. Um, and so the guides are saying that, you know, coming into balance and alignment with your energy centers. And of course, as you mentioned, the second chakra is a very important um, place, especially when I work with women to help them step into their feminine power. It's in the womb space. So, um, you know, it's, it's the Shakti energy. It's that powerful divine feminine energy that when you drop into the womb space energy, you can actually feel your whole presence in a room and others can feel it too. Of course, men can do that too, but men tend to have a more natural grounded, you know, uh, root energy in general. Uh, A lot of men do. I, I, I would set to say, I disagree with you. I think it's, uh, and maybe that's a comparison because men feel men differently, or mm. uh, we we perceive that the the opposite gender differently than our yes. own gender. Yeah, because uh, I I, uh, I I just I, it's just I think that's an interesting phenomenon you bring up. Yes. Uh, but 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 it is different. I mean, mm-hmm. women bring things out. They receive things in their womb and it's a vessel. Yeah. Where And I'm just talking about, you know, 101 body uh, dynamics and anatomy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Women receive. That's what their yoni is all about. Yes. Men give. That's yeah. what their lingam uh, or. Uh, yes. Think of a more. Uh, better word that's not uh, abrasive but nothing comes up so we'll say lingam it always gives out it's the sword that goes in yes and, and it's always giving mm-hmm. and I think it's really important for people to kind of tune into that most obvious yes energetic dynamics that we all are 
because right. I'm always astounded how women receive and give in. And it's just like, duh, that's their whole natural <laughs> order, you know, and, and, and men, I think are really satisfied. And most men don't, I don't say most, a lot of men do not get this. Right. Men feel really good when they give and they help others feel more complete and whole. Yes. It's our whole natural tendency. You know, uh, we're not all of these destructive critters that tear everything up all the time. Um, <laughs> we, we are great builders and givers. And yes. I know I feel much better when I do all of that type of stuff for, you know, others and humanity, mm -hmm. and my cats and my house. You know, that's that seems to be my purpose. And I think it's all connected to anatomy. Yes. Well, I have to agree that the energetic of um, being a giver as a masculine, when a man is really connected to that truth about him, it does feel good. You know, just as, as a woman, when she connects to her true receiving energy and she allows herself to receive, it's a very natural uh, feeling, relaxing energy. So when the masculine feminine are in the presence of each other, allowing these natural energies to be there of allow the masculine to give and then the feminine allowing herself to receive. The problem I have noticed a lot in the work that I've done with clients is that imbalance because of traumas that have occurred in early life mm -hmm. where women may not feel, I can speak mainly for women, they don't always feel safe to receive. And so they do all kinds of controlling type of behaviors, et cetera, to kind of push away and become the givers because the giver is actually someone who wants to control. <laughs> the giving energy is more of a controlling energy. And so sometimes women feel more safe being a giver than a receiver. And so a lot of times when I'm working with women, we have to look at that polarity imbalance in them mm. and try to find the balance. Because yes, of course, we all have both the masculine and feminine, the giving and receiving energy within us that we need to balance. Um, yeah. But sometimes because of early trauma and lack of just general security in life, a woman will, will do all kinds of this controlling, giving energy instead of a the surrendering, receiving energy. So when a woman's in her true, natural, feminine energy and flow, her life's easier. She's happier. She's more grounded. Um, more things come to her more easily because she's in her natural energetic flow, just as a man is when he's in his giving energy. He's in his magic place. Yeah. And, and that vessel inside of woman grows it. But also it's just shared with a man. And so it's all reciprocated. And yes. even if you're not with a partner, you can, when you just honor your own consciousness about that, you will receive from various other things. And it's not in a partnership or coupling way. Yes. Um, for example, um, I do uh, sacred tours to Southwest France. And the more that I give to that consciousness and excitement of what, France is in, in that higher yearning to be in a more expanded place. I'm actually kind of giving that consciousness and that energy and I'm talking about it and mm -hmm. I'm helping other people have that experience. Something comes back to me. Hmm. Something of a fulfillment uh, that really generates everything that I am. I think when people think about wholeness a lot of times, their first reaction is that I'm more whole than I'm going to be able to receive and create whatever. I'll, I might even get a brand new car out of this. However, it's more that wholeness that you just walk with that yes. we're really looking for. Right. That appreciation and that zen of the moment. Yes. That is beautiful. And I do feel that um, that's what we're being called more to transforming into having that balance within us where we do feel whole on all levels, but that's a, that's a spiritual journey <laughs> to it get to that place. Is. <laughs> it certainly is. Uh, it's so amazing. And, and uh, you know, I think with your work in particular, it's, you know, you're guiding so many people to, 
find that opening in themselves so they can walk in that independence. And yes. yes. And, you know, it's so interesting. You would think that everyone wants this, but in truth, the majority does not <laughs> because it's really scary. It brings up a lot of fear to be like, yeah. to, to realize you have that much powerful freedom to create your life the way you choose. In fact, many people feel safer being caught in the, you know, little cage of everyone else tell me what to do because then I don't have to take responsibility and then I can play victim. It, that seems to be the easier route that many people want to take. It's those who choose to live the transformational life who say, no, I want to break out of the cage. I want to really feel my expansiveness and my freedom. And yes, it's scary because there's big unknowns there, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm willing to do that. I want to do that. I want to really see how, how much I can create you know, a life that really is aligned for me, that brings me that bliss, the happiness, the abundance. So I feel that people who choose to live these more transformational lives, they're willing to break out of the cage and the um, predictableness of, you know, a 3D life and say, nope, I'm ready for the adventure. And so yeah. truly transformational living is about being in alignment and in excitement with the adventure, you know, saying yes to life in all its forms. And it's so funny that we may think about something like, well, if I jump into a relationship, that is a demonstration that I'm a more whole person. But no, there's no particular action or status that we live that that exemplifies that. You can be totally alone mm -hmm. and be evolving all along it always begins with something internal that feels complete inside of you. And it's almost like your own personal gift that you get to internally wear. Yes. Uh, yes. And, and, and it's not always, it's not always uh, feels great. You know, <laughs> right. All kinds of stuff, you know, with it. Uh, like yesterday, I mean, I spent two days. It's been, of course, ice storm in Austin. So I spent two days. This is a day three or it's all getting murky. And kind of just being myself and working with people over Zoom and doing this stuff, but not really connecting with people. And I went into a very lonely place. Yes. And, you know, to me, that was my whole psyche. Just saying, okay there's something else you need to tune up that just got triggered by that loneliness. Let's deal with it. And of course I felt it in my body and just basically paid attention to that feeling of shame that was mm. there, uh, for being alone. Yes. And, and that went to loneliness. And once it had a new energy, you know, 20 minutes later, I'm, you know, I'm back to creativity. Yes. It's it's just funny how you never really get away from all of it, but you never get really stuck into that stuff either. You, you can transition. Yes. And I feel that's an important key um, tool, spiritual tool that everyone needs to have in this day and age is you need to have some simple little tools that will help you in the moment to transform something that uh, isn't working for you. And so I feel that, you know, if, if we can start teaching our children from a young age, some simple little transformative tools so that when they get stuck in an emotion or a feeling or something that doesn't, that's not aligned or that gets them off, they can just apply a particular transformational tool and it's going to shift them back into alignment. Just like what you just described was a transformational yeah. tool you use personally that helps you get back into alignment. And then you can go on with your day, your week, et cetera, instead of, you know, being out for the next week, two, three months, years, you know, some people, they just go into these, these, you know, missing <coughs> states and then they um, can't function, you know? Yeah. So if they have the transformational tools to be able to just implement in the moment, then they can begin to shift their energy and their frequency 
And then all of a sudden they feel better after a couple of minutes. I tell mm. people, you just have to be willing to implement. <laughs> right. you know, yeah. Simple so, tool. So, you know, we're both, you know, t- I want to say Tim, the tool man from a <laughs> popular show. Uh, we all have our tools. Um, let's, let's just share a tool that we use. To okay. Help with this. That's beautiful. Uh, I, I have one if you. Uh, no, you can start. Okay. I'll give you some time because I, I don't yeah. surprise you with something. <laughs> this show is all about surprises, and that's the beauty of a conversation, and particularly with you, Linda, because I know you're always on it. Uh, <laughs> I've known you too long. Uh, uh, you know, there's nothing I can say that would likely surprise you uh, <laughs> or, or really offend you, really. Right. Um, so, um, one that I'm always using, and this is an access consciousness tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what is right about this that I'm not getting. If I have a problem, uh, that's what I always ask. Even if it's something really simple, like I can't find my keys, I ask that and all of a sudden I turn around and I'm looking straight at my keys. Of course, that was a simple one, but it, it really is a principle that that question opens up our a part of our unconscious to contribute to the conscious. And when it does, all of a sudden I know where it is. And I would use it maybe if I was working on a very deep issue. And Mm -hmm. and it could also be with a client. Yes. I say that question and something always pops up. Yes. Because our bodies, our bodies know so much about what the answers Mm -hmm. that our minds are trying to find. And intellectually, we're trying to put it into words, but we can't find the right words or knowing to express what our body always knows. What is right about this that I'm not getting kind of links that together. I love that. I love access consciousness and I love the questions because I actually use some of access consciousness tools in my work too. And I love that question that, I mean, just the minute you said it, I could feel energy shifting already. (laughs) (laughs) very powerful I love that well I've got so many tools let's see which one do the guides want me to share today for all those that are listening (laughs) so okay so usually um, when I'm working with clients something that I'm that I'm always making um, my clients aware of and I use this for myself as well is an incident happens something happens. It could be an argument. It could be someone was rude to you, or you could be, you know, some kind of struggle at work, anything along those lines. I usually first will tell the client, okay, you in that moment have to just literally just pause because we can go straight into our wounding and we react from our wounding when, when there's an Mm -hmm. event that happens, that upsets us. So I'll say, okay, you just need like a half a second pause to just go, okay, I'm not going to react from my wounding. That's the first thing you have to do. You have to catch yourself before you go in to your typical reaction. And you just have to step back for a moment and you have to ask yourself. And so I have uh, my clients ask the question, you know, what about this situation is trying to teach me something? What about this situation is trying to show me something about myself that I'm not aware of? So usually when something, you know, smacks you out of the blue or something like that, it's <laughs> your, you know, universe spirits trying to get your attention in some way to notice something that you're, you're asleep about it. You, you just, you're just asleep. You don't see it. So what I'm hearing uh, that's very important for people is just to take that pause. And instead of immediately going into your reaction from your wounding, step back and say, okay, what about the situation What's the message for me? First, get the message for yourself. Why this possibly happened? What's the lesson? What is the thing you're needing to see about yourself? Instead of focusing immediately on the other situation or person, you you go inwards first. And then you just kind of get curious. You just kind of start asking, on what 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 am I supposed to be understanding about the situation? You know, what what part of this do I need to own? What part of this um, did I create? Mm-hmm. you know, that, etc. 
And what that does is it starts to actually shift your frequency because you're moving into higher consciousness and higher awareness in that moment mm -hmm. because you're really being curious. And in those moments of curiosity, grace comes in. I, I just see this all the time. Just grace comes in and shows you what that lesson was because you're asking sincerely instead of reacting from the wound, you're asking sincerely, okay, this was really unpleasant. This actually hurt me. And what is this situation? What, what's here for me? What's the gift that is here yeah. for me? And that actually starts to open up big, huge doors of awareness sometimes for you. And you start to realize, wow, that particular situation reminds me when I was five years old and my father did this or my mother did that or, you know, a teacher, blah, blah, blah. And you start to see where the wounding came from that created that situation that spirit's trying to show you that wants to heal. Because all these situations are here to help you grow and heal. Every situation, no matter what it is, good, bad, ugly, it's I all mean. here for your transformation. All of it is. Mm -hmm. So if you decide to come meet life from that attitude of everything around me, everything in front of me, behind me, above me, below, everything is here to transform my life in a, in a, in a more aligned way moving me towards more truth, moving me towards more consciousness, moving me towards a higher spiritual perspective. Everything is. If you, you come know, with that attitude. I, I never was a believer in, in that God like played us like a chessboard, you know, like, <laughs> like, you know, I did the wrong thing. So, you know, God decided to have the night knock me off the table. Right. I never, never really, really bought that. Right. However, to me, this is more about how a higher power works. Mm -hmm. That yes. we're all there. And, and it's not about punitive. I mean, the, per the person that, pu that punishes us is ourself. Yes. And then we're surrounded by all of these other opportunities to grow and change if we know how to access it. And if exactly. you decide to access it and be yeah. in that state of being that it starts to show up and it never shows up a lot, well, it, not say never, and it's often does not show up in our time, but it does show up. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It does show up. Well, this is making me feel like there might be a little transmission that wants to come in around this you know, living oh. your life from this place of realizing mm -hmm. everything is here to transform you. <laughs> if you're open to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you have in mind? Okay. So um, these transmissions of light started happening for me. I think maybe at first they were more like channelings mm -hmm. in the early years of my career. Okay. And so around maybe four or five years ago, I started <laughs> noticing that the channeling had a different uh, frequency flavor to it. And in the mm -hmm. last three years, it's become more potent. And so what the guide started to share with me is that I had risen to such a frequency that I could bring in light codes through these trans, these um, words, through the words, mm -hmm. the sound of my voice, light codes come in and these transmissions are specific to the people listening. So everyone receives something different from the transmission, even though I speak, I'm speaking the same words, everyone's going to receive underneath the words exactly what they need. So this, this is going to be a transmission that is going to be sent out to everybody that's listening and tuning in and probably even beyond that. Yes. And just to talk about time, we yes. have about eight to nine minutes to do this. Okay. Universe can do this in light speed. <laughs> so just know that whenever you find this particular uh, interview and you listen to it, transmissions are not bound by time. Energy is not bound by time. So when you receive this is exactly the perfect divine order and timing that you are needing this transmission. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to do a pretty quick grounding just to drop in. So I'm just going to guide everyone so just take a deep breath and close your eyes. And with every breath in, you're breathing in pure white light. And with every exhale, you're sending that breath down through your energy center to the center of the body. 
out the tailbone, out the feet, into the earth, growing roots. So with every in-breath, beautiful white light. As you exhale, let that breath flow down the body, out the tailbone, out the feet, turning into roots and let every single breath um, ground you with every exhale. And with every inhale, you're bringing in higher frequency light. So know that that's another tool you can program your breath. Your inhale is one thing, your exhale means something else. So we're just programming the breath right now. Inhale, white light, raising your frequency. As you exhale, you're bringing that light out down the chakras, cleansing, clearing, growing roots into the earth. And so the message I'm getting right now for everyone is if you're guided, placing one hand on the heart and the other hand below the belly button on your womb space or your lower dantian. And for this moment, just notice the breath as you breathe. And this is bringing you into awareness in your body. So I'm going to give you some words to say out loud. And this is going to ground you in even more. And this is another tool you can use. So all these bits and pieces of this process you can use as a tool. So you can say out loud, I am here now in a body on this earth by choice and by love. In my choice and in my love. And then you would say it three times. I am here now in a body on this earth on this earth by choice and by love. By choice and by love. And then one last time with a long, deep breath. I'm here now in a body on this earth. On this by earth. By choice and by love. By choice and by love. And of course, you can repeat this as many times as you need to to feel your body start to relax. You start to feel the shoulders drop. You begin to feel yourself kind of dropping, feeling the body get heavier. Okay, so what this is doing, this is bringing you into the body so that these light codes can come in and anchor into the body because you're anchored in the physical. So I'm going to now listen to what the guides have to say and bring in the messages, the channeled messages around this topic of transformation, living a transformational life that they want to share with you. And within these words are the codes. So your job is just to receive, just relax, open, receive. And you don't need to think. So I usually ask my clients, allow your mind to sit in a recliner behind you and just watch the whole thing and not let the mind get involved. So the first message that the guides are bringing in with light code. So they're showing me all of these uh, almost like droplets of light coming into the entire field of everyone who's listening right now. You may visualize it a different way, and that's perfect. But what they're saying is that they're bringing in a very powerful gift of grace to everyone today who's listening. All of you out there who know it is time to transform your life. It is time to step into your courage. It is time to step into the new life that you know you were created for. That true, higher, soul-calling, soul-purpose, soul-expression that you are here to give to the world because right now our world deeply needs your higher calling, your higher soul calling, whatever that may be for each of you. And so the guides are bringing in particular light codes right now to assist you. They're showing me a lot of work being done in the solar plexus and in the lower chakras, the second and the first. So from the third, second and first chakras, I'm seeing lots of energy movement happening right now. So if you're willing to start releasing and clearing the blockages of I can't, I won't, I don't want to, I'm in fear, I doubt, I'm worried, all of those things that stop and block you from stepping into your powerful transformational life that you're being called to right now in whatever way that looks for each person, each person is going to be very different. But all the ways that you're blocking with those lower, let's say, human ego type of thoughts and beliefs that block you. I can't do it. This is why making excuses or saying all this is stuck specifically in the solar plexus. And then I'm seeing a couple of more blockages in the second and the first uh, uh, chakras or energy centers, because this is where we make manifest. These lower chakras help us to manifest in the world physical 
a physical life. And so they're saying this is where we're needing to work in the solar plexus. So if you're giving permission right now, so you can just say yes in your heart. And your higher guides and your higher beings of light are here right now working on the solar plexus area where you're in resistance, where you are in some way making excuses, where you are somewhere caught up in giving your power over to fear instead of love, giving your power over to worry and doubt instead of the truth of you as a sovereign being on this planet who's been given everything you need to create that life that's going to bring you more freedom, more joy, more lightness, more abundance. And we're all being called in that direction, every single one of us. But it's going to require us, the guides are saying, to clear out all of these blockages in the lower chakras that keep us from manifesting what we truly desire and want. Because we're actually in resistance to what we want. We say we want it, but then we resist it by conscious, unconscious, subconscious programming within us. So the guides right now are saying, you know, we could go into all this detail, which we don't have time for. So if you say yes, they're just going to go in and start kind of digging into your solar plexus, the second and the first chakras and start kind of, they're showing me like with a shovel, (laughs) digging out all of this heavy density you've created. Some of this is programmed into you by your family system. So be very clear. The guides are saying none of this is your fault. They really want every single beautiful soul who's listening. This is not your fault. Much of this is programming. Much of this is imprint that has been uh, given to us, passed down to us from our family systems, generations, from the programming that is out in the world right now in all forms. And that it's really for us to not go into this blaming of ourselves, but instead say, okay, that is what it is. I see that. I am aware of that. I see how I block myself. I see how I have certain attitudes that make me resist life or a bigger life, a life that I, that I truly want. I notice how I work against myself and I self-sabotage. I'm aware of that. So being in that awareness and then calling in, I invoke grace to come in and assist me to release and clear out. So right now we're bringing in codes, light codes of grace to come into these places and spaces that you may be aware of, that you may not be aware of, that may be so unconscious or subconscious that you can't even bring them up in your mind. That is what these beautiful light codes are doing. They're coming into these deep places and bringing them up to the surface so that you can see them. That's what transformation is all about. You see it, And you decide you want something different, so you transform it. You make a different decision. So the guides are saying that they're going to continue this transformative energy flow through your whole system, specifically the lower chakras. And they're going to continue that in your field if you give permission. So even after we have completed with this interview, just know that that energy is going to keep moving for you if you allow it. So they can keep clearing out the blockages that keep you from really stepping into transforming your life in a way that's going to bring you the greatest happiness, the greatest joy, the greatest abundance, the greatest bliss in this lifetime. So if you let it flow, then great. The guides will continue to work with you to assist you with that. So I'm going to go ahead and close this down, sealing everybody in love and light, knowing that the energies are going to keep moving for you. And your job is to stay conscious of that. And as things come up to be looked at, Saying yes is part of the transformation. Okay, coming back in and grounding in. Allowing yourself to be present here now. And hopefully that will support those who are ready to step into their transformational life. Wow, that was wonderful. You know. One of my fastest transmissions. (laughs) I know. I I tell you, I I, I don't know if you're watching the clock, but you're perfect. it was is amazing, and, and and Linda does all of this type of work. Uh, she's available for individual sessions, but also she does classes over the net, and is really, really readily available. And she has a beautiful website that you can get to know her even uh, more, so you can get a better idea of of what she has to offer. Also, she sells some beautiful jewelry on her site that she makes herself and she's been doing that for you know oh gosh, uh, almost 20 years <laughs> yeah at least i i thought she might have been doing it as a child or something uh because <laughs> it's, it's always so good it's it's really wonderful 
so all of that's there. Just check her out at lindagalvin.com. And uh, thank you so much for being on the program today, Linda. It's such a pleasure as I, I knew it would be. I knew this day <laughs> would just really kick, you know. So uh, what a journey we've got to have today. Yes. Thank you so much, Bart, for inviting me and for you being the beautiful transformational soul that you are giving your light uh, in the world and your beautiful healing tools in the world and then bringing others on to come together with you in co-creation. So thank you for that. Thank you. And thank you for everybody for coming going to Becoming Quantum Consciousness at the National Public Radio Network and the uh, UFO Paranormal Radio Network. we thank you for coming and uh, hope to see you next week. Many blessings to all and bye-bye for now. Yes, blessings. <laughs>